Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the hottest takes on the coldest news stories. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. And don't call it a comeback, because... Happy New Year, fellas. We came came back, I guess. Yep. Yeah. uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to to you all. You know what's fucked up? It was just our anniversary of the day when we started the podcast, but... congratulations. Yeah. Happy anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. But because something's weird about calendars trying to start an anniversary. Anyway, my calendar doesn't tell me what year, so I don't Mm. actually know how many years it's been. I think we started in 2014. No, I believe 2016, January 2016. Really? Because I started it after Creepypodsta, which was 2015. Hmm. Yeah, it's lost to time. And the thing is, when I put it in my calendar for the first time, I'm like, we're not going to remember what year in a few years. Yeah, yeah. and it came There's true. There's no way we've yeah. been doing it for 10 years. That would be it's close. crazy. <laughs> I think it is eight I mean, years instead. Eight years is still so long. <laughs> yeah, I never would have expected to be doing a podcast for eight years. Uh, I genuinely don't know why we keep doing it. I don't yeah. think any of us really love doing it, but we are just like in the habit of it now. <laughs> when I'm doing it, I like that I'm doing it. When yes. I'm not doing it, I'm like... God, I wish I wouldn't have to do that anymore. I know. Every time I go to sleep on a Saturday, I'm like, ah, fuck. I have to set an alarm for the morning. I forgot. strange. But then you talk about uh, Mortal Kombat for a while, and you're like, yeah, this is what it's about. Oh, that was before we started recording, Louisa. Everyone's going to be confused now. (laughs) No, it was after we started recording. No. Mm. Oh, it was after we started recording, but it was uh, before we started. It's not going to be in the episode. Jeff can't put a 15 minute. I know, but next time we. About casting the next Mortal Kombat movie after. Next time we fucking fail to record an episode, Jeff is going to release those 10 minutes. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, our first episode was published January 6th, 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and it's the only amazing, incredible, memorable, uh, horrible, awe-inspiring, terrible thing that's ever happened on January 6th. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I do always think about, um, explain it to me, like, your Dr. Cox or whatever, the, yes. the Reddit oh that our God. first episode our, was Our about. third. That was our third. Oh, was that our third? Yeah. Oh, shit, wait. What our, was first our first was one? Bollywood Realism. Oh, uh, that one was fun, though. Yeah, it was Has... all gifts of cool action scenes. Have yeah. we ever gone back to check the Clancy Brown subreddit we founded and then abandoned immediately? Uh, I, I get an email about times. it every once in a while where I have to click a button to confirm that it's real. <laughs> Terrible. And you do or you don't? Oh, I do, of course. There was an email, there was like a mod message that was like, hey, you create the subreddit and nobody uses it, so uh, just like do this thing to confirm that you still would like it to exist and not get purged <laughs> when we finally purge everything. If we had fans... Yeah. That would be a great place for our fans to discuss stuff about the show and not have anything to do with Clancy Brown. But then I would feel like it was an insult to Clancy Brown, who I genuinely yeah. think is good. Yeah, we, we also have because we are fans of Clancy Brown. Yeah, that's true. true. Uh, we also have DIY Twilight Zone, which would be another good place for that. Um, 
genuinely my wife Jen won't watch any movies that have Clancy Brown in them because we watched uh, Carnival and that was the first thing she saw him in and she's too afraid of him Mm. (laughs) what if his face is obscured by a cartoon Lex Luthor Mm. no not better he is so scary also I'm so mad to have found out that when the TV show The Flash uh-huh. had Gorilla Grodd. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about And this. they had the general that made Gorilla Grodd was acted by Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. And then the voice of Gorilla Grodd in people's heads when he telepathically controlled them sounded like Clancy Brown, but it was a different guy. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck? That's the Why? worst mistake they ever made. <clears throat> like, obviously, Clancy... It makes sense in-universe that the gorilla would use the man's voice that he had heard the most, and it makes sense in terms of being awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's why that's you cast shame. That's why you cast Clancy Brown as that uh, general or whatever, because yeah, you why want have him, him there to at be. All? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So annoying. Ugh, terrible. Love, anyway. love him as Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob SquarePants. He's I he's guess. probably the nicest guy. No, we can't do this. This no. is yeah, literally he might, he might be bad. The, the conversation that we had that led to us creating the Clancy Baron subreddit <laughs> in the first place. <clears throat> uh, Instead, anyway. yeah. I will ask Louisa, what have you been up to the past month? Uh, how long has it been since we recorded? Yeah, it's Three been weeks? one thousand years. It's been <clears throat> so eighty-four years. The most- Internet notable thing probably is that one of my YouTube channel videos got 17,000 views. Yeah, Yeah, you're blowing up. Let's go. (laughs) Which is great because that means every day just a couple more people subscribe, which is excellent news for me and my success there. But this seems to happen a lot to people on YouTube. It's just the one video, pretty much. Like all my other videos Mm. have like 100 views. Yeah. So it's this weird thing of like one super famous thing existing and I need to keep tabs on it in case anyone says anything weird in the comments I have to delete or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it's like by itself and no one's paying attention to the other stuff. So it's a weird weird feeling. Is it the table making one? Which one is it? It's a little, it's called Birdhouse 2 Christmas Cottage. Oh, that's right. A little wooden dollar store birdhouse that I... Uh, put stuff on so it looks like a tiny little brick house. Yep. It's yes. a brick. Yeah, we all were thinking it. <laughs> oh, Jeff, put that song at the end of the episode, Thanks, would Jeff. you? Hmm. What song? <clears throat> What's the song? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what music is or episodes. Oh, no. Now we're doing the <laughs> DIY toilet. Toilet. <laughs> I've been on the podcast game too long. <laughs> Louisa, you're freaking out thinking that Jeff and I are going to interrupt you before you can get your joke out, but not, we were both just waiting patiently for you to have That's the thing. We're all too rusty at podcasting. None of I us know. are doing the right things. We need to swoop in and snap up your joke like a yeah. seagull attacking a plate of french fries. Oh, God. There's ruthless, aren't they? French fries. Yeah, me too. Yep. Anyway. Um... Yeah, I think. Do you think it's because people were like, oh, I could. Like, that's the most um, attainable of your (laughs) videos that people were like, oh, I want to make this for a. I actually don't know. And this is my problem, and this is always my problem trying to make things that people like. I have no idea Mm -hmm. what people like. Yeah. Mm, There's no way for me to tell which thing I make is going to be the popular thing. Although I do know 
I shared the video on Mastodon, and I mm-hmm. said, please share this video, thanks. And a bunch of my friends mm-hmm. did, as they always do, because they're very nice. But then also, uh, the proprietor of Mastodon shared it. He does share some mm. of my stuff sometimes. But because of that, a lot more people shared it, and I think a lot of people went to look at it, and that triggered YouTube to start recommending it to other people on YouTube. So mm. I think that might have been the catalyst. But again, it's all... Completely opaque to me, the person trying to make sense of it all. So, yep, it was. Have you had? Have you had anyone try to sue you for copyright infringement yet? No, although I am perpetually worried that the background music I used, which I obtained from Pixabay, which is a place where you can upload stuff for free for people to use, and. It, like, it has the license and everything to be used for free, so I'm doing everything right. But at any moment, mm-hmm. if that person's like, never mind, you're not allowed to use this for free anymore, I guess YouTube would take my video down? I don't know. Uh, I like to use, I think, freesound.org is the name. You can find uh, stuff that people have released either into the public domain or with a Creative Commons license that mm-hmm. just means you have to like credit them in the in yeah the that's, description that's what this is yeah um but, but i this think person, it, they retain their copyright you know so you never know yeah i think if it's well if it's public domain or creative commons i don't think that they can revoke that oh yeah just put well, the steamboat willie soundtrack under every episode <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah now you can just have mickey whistling or playing turkey oh. in the straw this is genuinely a good idea, is uh-huh. you should do a video of making a miniature set of Steamboat Willie out of clay oh, and stuff, man. and then put the, the soundtrack under it as you're making it, because, like, every day YouTube is recommending to me thousands of people <laughs> cashing in on the Steamboat Willie going into the creative, the public domain. See, the thing about that is, about Steamboat Willie, is I see people talking constantly about... No, you stupid idiots. That's not what the end of this copyright means. Here's what it means. And it seems like everyone's saying different things. So I have no <laughs> See, idea the thing which that's things count as parody. The thing that's confusing to me is that uh, all that stuff you just said up until the end, where it sounds like they're all saying the same thing. <laughs> so they're like, no, 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 you've got it all wrong. What it actually means is the same thing you said. And I'm like, wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand anymore. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, what you were doing there is parody, so that was fine all along. Or, no, you can't just use images from it because those are still copyrighted. And it's like, well, what? <laughs> What's the. How do you thread the needle? What's in between there? I have mm-hmm. no idea. Oh, it's easy. Um, you can upload that short to YouTube. You can make knockoff DVDs of it to sell at the dollar store, whatever. Um, one thing that is still trademarked is mickey steering the ship and whistling because that is the logo for disney animation studios and trademark is in perpetuity but much more limited so you can't you can't use mickey as the logo for your animation studio i guess if you were gonna go put shirts on Redbubble with that image on them is that not allowed then i don't know it you might get you might get into hot water if you specifically use uh the like any of the images from like the five seconds that's on that studio logo. Um, but <sighs> if you draw it yourself or use something from somewhere else in the short, you should be good. Or make a polymer but... clay miniature of Steamboat Williams. Yes. Have there it. Go. 
What do you think I should make the miniature in black and white? There's a yes, absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah, if you give him red pants, you're done for. <laughs> That's a later copyright. Yeah. But see all that. But stuff I think that one cute. also is going into the Creative Commons later this year. Nope. The red shorts. He's from the sixties. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, he got a redesign with his white gloves and red shorts much later. Mm. Um, and that version will still be copyrighted for I don't know, like another twenty or thirty years or something. I plan to be long dead by the time that happens. Yeah, don't we all? I'm just, I'm amazed that I ever lived to see any version of Mickey Mouse go into the public domain. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Whenever something happens before I'm born, if it ends in my lifetime, I'm like, okay. I mean, like, it still had a really good run. It's it's when stuff ends that happened after I was born. That's when I'm going to start freaking out. Mm. Yep. I mean, I think it was because of, uh, I think it's just because, like, during my lifetime, it's been prevented from going into the public domain, like, three times. That's true. It's like when somebody younger than you dies and you get mad about it, you know? Yeah, that makes me angry and not sad. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, we need to defeat death. (laughs) Have either of you guys watched the short Steamboat Willie starring Mickey Mouse? Yes, a million years ago. I like that there's basically no plot, and it's just a bunch of here's a fun thing to animate being animated. I love yeah. that. It's like one step up from the train coming at the people <laughs> in the the theater, and they all run out afraid. Yeah, but like, it's... It's just like, hey, can you believe we did this? Yeah. It's a mouse playing a goat like an accordion or something? Doesn't he do that at one point? I think so, yeah. The main, one of the, I mean, the main creative goal of it was like, we got to convince people that having a synchronized soundtrack on a cartoon is a worthwhile idea. Yeah. So we're going to have him whistle and the whistling is going to match what he's doing in the cartoon. We're going to have him play drums and that's going to match a little bit. And can I say it doesn't match that good? <laughs> I mean, it matches better than uh the jazz singer. <laughs> I've never seen the jazz singer because no, I'm not of course a you racist. <laughs> Yeah, no one has. It's, it should be struck from human history. I don't know if this has a name, but I love when there's a new art form or material or whatever, and people are just so excited to figure out what to do with it. They make yeah. something that's like proto using it in a useful way. Like So like mm-hmm. this type of animation or like Bakelite plastic jewelry that's supposed to look like tortoise shell, like people just being excited to be like, hey, we have this thing. What can we do with it? Like when a new technology comes out and there's a million songs about it. Yes. The video killed the radio star, etc. Yep. <laughs> I, I like the um, I like the sort of what you call it the the technical showcase phase of a new technology, um, mm-hmm. but not as it's happening currently. I only like it in the past. I only like looking yeah. back and seeing like, oh yeah, that was when they invented. Uh, editing movies yeah <laughs> vr goggles yeah. although i liked the phenomenon of the internet starting i guess uh for the public where you'd look in a magazine and you'd see a print ad for i don't know cookies or whatever and it would tell you hey why don't you go visit nabisco.com to find out more about these cookies and you fucking did because it was new and exciting <laughs> and look you can actually go and like get encyclopedic knowledge of this thing just because yeah. you want to. And there's a picture of the cookies. 
Yeah. I'm still very pleased about the idea of the time in the 90s when there were like 30 different movies and TV shows about how VR was magic and did like it wasn't based on technology at all. It was actually another dimension where you had superpowers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, people did not understand at all what VR was trying to do. It's good stuff. I am uh, excited for next year when Horace Horsecollar enters the public domain. Love that guy, yeah. He's the goat. No, he's he's like a cow type of thing. No, he's got to be a horse. Yeah, he's a horse, Jeff. Come on. He's a horse. You're thinking because he dates Clarabelle Cow that he's a cow, but he is not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is a horse, but he does not look like a horse. (laughs) He looks like Goofy. He looks like Goofy with a big neck thing. (laughs) A horse collar. I like that thing. I... I had a like a weird little plastic figurine of him when I was a kid. Uh, and Came I out liked... of a kinder egg, I remember. Yes, and you had to clip him all to all the, his little pieces together, and you could take his head off and then take that collar off, and I was always like, what the fuck is this collar? I like that he wears a horse collar, which is a padded leather and wood yoke that a horse would wear that they can pull against really strongly, but it doesn't hurt their shoulders, that's what that's for, to like pull a yep. tree stump out of the ground or something. Fun. I love that he wears that, and then he wears a tiny little bow tie right on the front of it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. He's great. Uh, yes. Horace Horsecollar and Clarabelle Cow should have a resurgence in culture. They now. probably they, do. I think they're main characters year. on that um, new Mickey cartoon that parents tell me is really great, but no one I know without kids has watched it. Yeah, yeah, it that seems sound like, like I'd watch that. <laughs> it seems like it was aimed at only children because my friends who are children have not like not literal children, but personality wise, people who watched My Little Pony and whatnot, <laughs> right. ha- haven't it hasn't even crossed their radar. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Matt. You can just say your autistic friends. <laughs> no, that's um, that's our word. Feels ba- that feels like. That feels like a bad way to refer, like, to minimize all neurodivergency to just autism feels like probably you shouldn't do that, right? And there's, I mean, we we all know I am most likely autistic, and I don't like that stuff. So, there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't think that, I mean... (laughs) I don't like kids' shows that much. You don't like children's things. It's a circle... It's it's a squares and rectangles thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we yeah, all the squares all like kids' people. cartoons. Yeah. No, I'm saying uh, you weren't, Matt. I think Jeff kind of yeah. was. Like, autistic people love kids' shows. No, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, it was definitely evil of me to say, but I have a note from the doctor that says I'm allowed to. Um, uh, yeah. Tigger has also entered the public domain, but only the busted-looking version yeah. from the books. We don't even care about that. Like the naked Winnie the Pooh, we don't care about him either. Uh, yeah. Do you think, Louisa, that you would enjoy making miniatures of um, actual characters or no? Because this would make your your channel much more popular, but I think you would hate it, right? First of all, I don't think it would. Because Louisa can't paint human faces. That's her biggest flaw. That's why she can't get a <laughs> Oh, dark. human That's faces like we... Horace Horse Collar? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing we most know about Mickey Mouse. He has a human face. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. it's more human than it is not human. <laughs> Louisa just can't make figurines of, of creatures because she always gets the wrong number of fingers or the wrong number of eyes yeah. because Louisa is an AI. Yeah, but she does get the right number of toes every time, weirdly, mm-hmm. even if their toes yeah. aren't visible. 
Yeah, Louisa was an AI, is an AX. Louisa is an AI trained on wiki feed. <laughs> and apparently the Clancy Brown subreddit because yeah. you cannot stop talking That's about That's why you Brown. don't know anything at all. All you can do is draw Lex Luthor's feet or Kurgan from Highlander's feet. Ugh. Ugh, so gross. Um, uh, no, I, I hmm. the thing is though, when you, when you, hmm, when you recreate a character, people expect them to look very specifically a certain way. Mm-hmm. So if you get it slightly wrong, that's kind of charming if it's not a specific character, like a little person who's like slightly off in portions or has my own style to them. That's charming. Yeah. But slightly wrong Steamboat Willie, no one's going to like that. Mm. I don't know. I have three horror movies for you to watch that are betting on people liking that. Yeah, one is called Slightly Wrong Steamboat Willie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Spot the mistakes. Yep. Uh, so, hmm. My YouTube quote-unquote fame is <laughs> fine over? so far. Yes. Oh. Yes, over. Definitely over. <laughs> but also manageable, but I have gotten a few uncomfortable comments where people are like, oh, I wish you would make something like this for me. I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna pretend I, I'm I don't not know seeing you, that, I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm just never gonna answer that, I suppose. Ugh. Well, could you touch could you grosser possibly... things with your hands, please, next time? <laughs> Can you get your what... feet in there? <laughs> <laughs> What could you possibly do? How could you respond to, I wish you would make this for me, other than to be like, no. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not going to respond. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, in general, I think that most people shouldn't respond to their own YouTube comments, right? Yeah. Right. I've been um, faving the comments because so many comments are so very nice and they're very complimentary and I want to appreciate them but I'm starting to realize like most people don't do that though for their YouTube comments most people ignore mm. all their comments and maybe I need to do that so I see yeah, less until, desperate until Ugh. you get big enough to have a, t- a team of people who are responding <laughs> then then you can respond but I think you're best just leaving it and not reading the comments at all yeah I'll Although, I do want to read them because if anyone says anything awful, I want to be able to delete it. Which I do That's love true. that I have the ability to do, thank God. Have you had to? Without uh, getting too deep into it? I did delete someone who, I guess they're just a spammer. They just said, hey, I love oh. your project. Please subscribe to my channel. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to delete that one. Yes, that makes sense. And the one that posted your home address and the time of your death. <laughs> I need uh, to keep a record of that. On the profile, it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I had to pin that one so I can remember exactly. It was weird because the time of your death yeah. was in the past. Whoa! <laughs> so it's a stupid ghost. <laughs> it's a demon that's not good at predicting the future. Oh, has, the, has anyone ever made a movie of you being haunted by your own ghost? Oh, I'm sure they have. That sounds like ev- that sounds like it's been at least three Doctor Who episodes. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I guess that that's kind of the premise, spoilers, but I guess that's kind of the premise of The Haunting of Hill House, that Mike Flanagan miniseries. Oh, There's... no, the ghosts in those are trauma and grief. Yeah, but but also literal ghosts. Specifically, the character Nell sees ghosts throughout her life that oh, right. it turns yeah. out is her own ghost. I forgot, yes. that's my favorite episode. Yeah. <clears throat> there is an episode of The Twilight Zone, to bring it back to that, where a mm. woman helps a little girl and then realizes that little girl 
was herself as a child. Mm. But it's, like, cathartic in a good way. She's, like, fixing her own trauma. So I guess that doesn't really count as a ghost story. Yeah. Ooh, ask me what I've been doing. Okay, that is all I have to say about YouTube. Please follow my channel, Louisa's Workshop. Thank you. And Matt, like and what subscribe. have you been up to? Yes. <laughs> um, I have been... So, the reason that I said ooh is because this connects to what we were just talking about. But um, I watched the Doctor Who specials on Disney. Mm -hmm. um, the The four episodes that were david tennant and then shudi gatwa focused um and i liked them enough that i was like i should go back and catch up on all of the doctor who's that i missed mm -hmm. so i have been working my way through the two seasons i didn't realize jody whittaker was on for three seasons and i only watched one of them so i've been working through the two seasons that i had missed yeah um, that's a. Uh... It's rough because she's really good, but uh, most of the episodes that she's in are not very good. <laughs> yeah, although I have been enjoying, so I'm I'm now on season thirteen, which is the last one. Is that flux? So far. Yes, with the flux and the the monster makeup on the two main bad people is really cool because they're like rock people that have geodes inside them. Like hmm. there's little cracks on their heads that you can see crystals inside that's pretty cool like geodude uh no yeah just <laughs> no, like i don't that. think so <laughs> um but i just watched an episode that was exactly that of a uh an older woman who a, a young girl goes missing in their village and it turns out she got sent back in time and the old Ooh. woman is the is that young girl anyway um but i i have been so i felt like the david tennant specials were fine but not good okay and then the one where shooty got what was introduced that had both of them in it was actively bad oh no i yes. liked that one until the part where they're both in it and then i'm like this seems wrong-headed and like it has a bad motivation <laughs> It's genuinely baffling to me. So that's the one that has Neil ha Patrick Harris as the bad guy in it. And I thought he did a great job. He's very he menacing. Did a very good job. There was so you get to the end where there are two doctors for reasons that are stupid. And the way that they win is challenging Neil Patrick Harris who's playing the toy maker to a game of catch, which is already like, "Huh?" And then they're just throwing this ball around, and the person who drops the ball loses and dies. <laughs> and I kept on being like, hmm, this is Doctor Who. This is like building to a complicated trick, because Neil Patrick Harris has already shown that he is omnipotent, and so the Doctor is doing some some sneaky trick to trick him. No, nope. hmm. it's just a game of catch. They literally, at the end, he just... Neil Patrick Harris misses catching the ball and dies. Yep, they just, they win at catch. What? <laughs> I'm wondering if there's, like, some kernel of motivation for all of the weird things that have been happening since in that, uh, the Wild Blue Yonder episode. Because mm. the doctor mentions invoking superstition at the edge of the universe. That he, yeah, he, he actively says it in that one. yeah. And he's like, that seems bad. It seems like a bad idea. 
but like yeah and then in, in the neil patrick harris one he says oh the toy maker is here because of that superstition thing from the previous episode right and i'm wondering if maybe the by generation which we thought was oh. a which he says but that's just a myth mm-hmm. is another thing that has been and if we're gonna see more like fantasy elements in this upcoming season which would make sense with the shooty gatwa christmas episode that is about goblins that are that prey on oh, yeah. people's good luck and make it into bad luck. I love those stupid goblins. <laughs> the makeup on the goblins is really actually very good. Oh, makeup? And I thought they were all CGI. No, they're definitely practical. Like, maybe not 100% practical, but there are actors wearing wearing prosthetics in there, I now, can tell. I haven't seen this, but I have heard people talking about it, and they liked the goblins, and they hated the Goblin King, who apparently yes, is CGI. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So that's a shame. He sucks. Um, and there's a fucking weird dance number song? Yeah, it rocks. Love the See, Goblin no. song. No, Jeff, get out of here. Get <laughs> get all the way out of town. The Goblins just sing uh multiple songs about like yum yum eat them up we love to eat babies we're gonna eat this (laughs) baby and it's gonna taste so good (laughs) like labyrinth yeah and then the doctor comes in and is like i'm gonna sing along with you and like i thought the joke was gonna be he's gonna try to sing to to blend in but he's not gonna know the song and everyone's gonna instantly know but instead it's just like he does (laughs) he just joins in the song and sings uh, his own verse, and everyone just listens to him. Yeah, and he plays doesn't music even, along. He doesn't even turn to the band, tell them to the key, and tell them to try to keep up. <laughs> exactly, it's so odd. I don't know. Apparently, they sold that song on um, Bandcamp or whatever, with all the proceeds going to orphanages. So I guess I can't be too mad about it. Mm. But it didn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> now, Matt, um, would you agree that mm. this Doctor Who is? the sexiest and horniest Doctor Who we've had so far. A hundred percent. The fact that they introduced him dancing in a kilt and a, like a singlet in a gay club is wild. I can't believe that that was how we first see this doctor. Are you still there? I'm here. I am. Oh, okay. Jesus died. <laughs> no, I was listening, but ha- not having seen it, I don't have a ton to add. I thought you, Jeff, were fully engaged in this conversation. <laughs> I've never been fully engaged in my entire life. Uh, no, I. When does somebody get to pin him down, ladies? Mm, that's right. <laughs> or gentlemen? I don't know. Uh, Non-binary I, people. I would prefer Time not lords. to be. I would prefer uh, not to be tied down, but that doesn't uh, preclude marriage. That's what he says now. Just like, uh, I don't know, I get claustrophobic. Yeah, that's what you, yeah. you, everyone thinks they don't like being tied down until they get, they get tied down the right way. Hey. I don't know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, don't care for this new doctor's sonic screwdriver. It is a weird shape. Eh, it's fine. Yeah, I don't mind that. The last one was also a weird shape. Mm, They're all kind of a weird shape. I want them always to be screwdriver shaped because it's supposed to be a magic wand. We all know. I liked when it was just like a thing that they would he would use once every few episodes to do stuff. Yeah. I feel like in the Jodie Whittaker days, they really leaned into it being some kind of like universal scanner (laughs) thing. 
where like every single episode, as soon as she steps out of the TARDIS, she points it at something and goes, wee, 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 and then looks at the, the screwdriver and then reacts to it. Surely that's I always just, happened, right? I, I don't feel like, I don't think that in the earlier days of the Doctor Who reboot, the... Why does the the why does the sonic screwdriver have scanning technology at all? <laughs> you know? Because it's, it's all a silly. screwdriver. It's all silly garbage yeah. nonsense. I just it just doesn't really I don't know. I don't love it it was better for me when the doctor just knew things uh-huh. instead of needing to like scan everything all the time. I don't know. I guess it doesn't really matter. I will say, um, I do not like the fact that in the Jodie Whittaker days, they expanded the canon to the Doctor being a special, uh, secret superpower, extra-dimensional being that is not a Time Lord anymore. That sucks. Uh, I didn't mind that, but then they didn't do anything with it. It's just like... I, the thing that I thought was fun about the about Doctor Who is that the Doctor was a member of this race of superpowered beings, and he, she, they were one of the endless variety. And their weird quirk is that their hobby is humanity, but like that doesn't make them special. That's just the reason that we see them as the main character of this series is because they are the one that is interested in humanity. But now to find out that actually they are the extra-dimensional god of time, and they have the ability... They were the one that was the progenitor of the Time Lord race and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck, I guess. Everything gets bad once you have to explain it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well... It does. It. I do like how mad it made the master, though. That was good. I feel like that made sense for the character of the master for him to be like, "Oh fuck, you you were you actually are special." That's annoying. I, I watched a uh, a video on YouTube discussing how so much of that plot would have made more sense if the timeless child was the master instead. I think that's what they were trying to get you to think in that season. It. It, like, it would have fit more with the Master being, like, the outcast of Gallifrey and, like, always mad at the Time Lords and, like, all of that. Like, oh, he he has this kind of residual memory from having been used and, like, manipulated. Mm -hmm. Yes. But I think that they wanted it to be... I, I think it would have been even weirder as a series if we found out that the that our hero the doctor had benefited from um involuntary uh manslaughter scientific experimentation on a child mm. and i also think it would have been weirder for us if the like special extra super powerful time lord was the evilest one you know mm. yeah yeah i don't know Although they kind of have made Time Lords all real shitheads except for the Doctor, huh? Yeah, they're all evil. That's why I I think the complication of there being so many Time Lords is why when they did the reboot in 2005, they were like, oh yeah, they all died off screen, by the way. <laughs> they died on the way back to their home planet. Gallifrey, yeah. I, yeah which also I exploded. Did think, <laughs> I did think it was cool when the story of... Um, the doctor being found as the timeless child stuff was revealed 
and there was that one time lord person who was the one who found them to what is her name to cool to Takuni, whatever anyway um and that they were that the story was that she was just like a, a, a one of the weird explorers of this super advanced race and so she was just curious about stuff and that's how the doctor became curious too but then they made her the villain of the next season what the fuck oh man Ugh, so annoying i just don't understand why they couldn't have it feels like every season they were like, okay, well, this is obviously the coolest choice. What can we do that's worse than that? <laughs> you know? No. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it, it's fine. I mean, it's more Doctor Who nonsense most of the time. The guy who played um, the the guy who played the stinky pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean. You're gonna say Johnny Depp as a joke, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't mean him. <laughs> Um, what's his face? The guy... The one who's on fire? No, no, no. The stinky one. The one who's, like, the the head of of Jack's crew, who Mm. they find him sleeping with pigs and they dump water on him because he stinks so bad. Is it... Is it like one of the this. two where there's a skinny one and a fat no, one? No, those are the bad guys. Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, but bad guys and good well, guys always change this? sides in those series. In all of them. I don't okay. remember this character. Did... Listen to me before you start talking. In all of them, okay. there's the main characters. There's Johnny Depp, there's Orlando Bloom, and there's Kira Knightley. And those are the three good guy, quote unquote, characters in those things. Yes. And then... When they get off the ship, the person that's left on the Black Pearl managing the crew is a guy who is, like, an older man. He's the one who gets all of the, the ragtag pirates together to man the ship in the first movie. You guys don't remember this Josh guy at all? Gibbs? Gibbs, yes. Okay. Mr. Gibbs. I don't remember this character even a little bit. But he is played what by is... Kevin R. McNally, and uh, so, Wikipedia okay. describes him as Jack Sparrow's loyal first mate. I'm looking at yeah, him. So, I don't remember him at all either. So everyone, take a second and imagine, in your mind, Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, and Keira Knightley are getting off of the boat in order to go fight, you know, whatever, J- Davy Jones or Bill Nye the Science Guy or whatever. Who is left on the ship? <laughs> Uh, no one is keeping the ship from falling friends. off the edge of the world. An empty man shaped space that is the color <laughs> of TV static. Oh man. See, in my mind, Captain Jack Sparrow has no crew and no friends. He's completely out of luck when he meets them. Have and you then... seen these movies? <laughs> yeah. And I never So much of them is about him getting a crew together. Oh my god. It's like half of the first movie is him finding a ship and a crew. See, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I... <laughs> oh, you yeah. haven't seen these movies! I... Listen, I saw the first three of these. I am <laughs> certain that if I watched the movie, I would not think that Gibbs was an unusual character. Oh, now that I'm seeing him in costume, he looks familiar. Yeah, see? He's you got the mutton him. chops. We all remember Gibbs. He's our favorite character from this movie. I'm looking at screenshots just from these movies of this man. No, they're not ringing a bell. Well, anyway, that actor is in the last season of Doctor Who, and he's (laughs) great and adorable. Okay, good. Which is funny, because he plays like a proper English gentleman, which is the opposite of the stinkiest pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's fun. Yep. (laughs) 
I can't believe you guys don't remember this character at all. I remember now Admiral, that I see a picture of him with. Do you remember Charles? Admiral Norrington? The the is that Jonathan Price? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see this guy has a Lego minifig. See, he's so <laughs> famous. He has a minifig, and you guys are like, "Oh, there's you know, the ship was manned by starfish or whatever." You fucking asshole. Hey, Davy Jones' locker, <laughs> his ship was it called the Locker? <laughs> that one was manned by starfish. Thank Is it you. the Flying Dutchman? Yeah. How could it not be the Flying? It's Dutchman? the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> okay, Davy Jones' good. locker is where he keeps uh, his heart. I they know. have to get the key to his heart. Uh, the key his to his locker was... to get his heart to kill him. A bunch of starfish, which was a very cool effect and very cool prosthetics. Good job, that Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah, weird that, like, pretty much everyone in the Davy Jones crew is, like, some kind of CGI squid-faced man, but it still looks pretty cool, even now, 20 years later. They did a good job of keeping it just dark enough that you couldn't instantly be like, this is fucking Laura Croft Tomb Raider level CGI graphics. Yeah. Anyway, Which I I find that that is the case when I'm watching old movies is that all they needed to do was keep the scenes with CGI dark right? and then it works okay. Yeah, the stupid uh, Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One. If they had just had him be like a reflection and a voice, I would have been like, ooh. Then they had mm-hmm. to be like, check out how good we are at this. But they yeah. weren't. They weren't good enough at I it. I mean that that scene where. Um, Ewan McGregor rides a giant lizard fighting a spinning robot top man in a, in a Pope mobile or whatever. It's like peak hubris of, oh, these CGI graphics will look good forever, but they look so bad now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that I even mind a little less than, oh, we've we've created a normal human face with CGI. That's true. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's, there's yes. no space lizards, but you can't make I a normal was... human face. I know what those look like. <laughs> I saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny this week. Oh, I enjoyed so sorry. it very much. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I but liked it yeah. there are moments near the beginning, they show a flashback to a younger Indiana Jones about the age of the first movie. So it is 30s or 40s. They... CGI de-age him or put his face on a stepman or whatever and it's fine for two seconds and they keep showing it to you for ten seconds and that's yeah. too much you can't do yeah, that it's, it's like when you have that de-aged Michael Douglas and uh, Patrick Stewart in the, the Marvel movies and you're just like oh no like you could have gotten away with this if you hadn't tried to do yeah. so much all at once Guardians of the Galaxy 2 manages like to get away with like, ooh, we see Kurt Russell, but he's got sunglasses on and we yeah. cut away after half a moment. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, because we know what Kurt Russell looked like, so you're not going to trick us. Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah, that Indiana Jones, it's like, especially because they didn't do anything to Harrison Ford's voice. So it's yeah. an, it is an 80-year-old man's voice coming yeah. out of like a 40-year-old Indiana <laughs> Jones's uh, yeah, PS2-ass that- head. <laughs> And not only do we know what Harrison Ford looked like and sounded like when he was that age, we know what Indiana Jones looked like and sounded like when he was that age because we saw those movies. Yeah. Oh, boy. Although, it really is a shame. That was the latest we've ever seen Indiana Jones because it was explicitly like the end of World War II. Yeah, 1944, I think. Yeah, 44 yeah. or 45, depending. But I, wasn't did they Crystal specify? Skull after I think they that? I 44. Oh, yeah. Well, I meant, like, original era. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Um, but yeah, although I have to say, I really admire you have an action movie. Your star is 80 years old. You are able to do an amazing train chase sequence by contriving this weird like flashback plot device. And I do admire that. They did a good job there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mostly liked that movie. I also liked that they finally dealt with the Spear of Destiny, the thing everyone always thinks Indiana Jones should have gone after. They're just like, that's the fake MacGuffin for this first 15 minutes of the movie, and then we discover it's fake and the movie's about something else. Yeah, that's pretty good. The Spear of Destiny? Is that... The Lance of Long... Long... Longinus? Longinus. Yeah. Yeah. Is that... Do people call that the Spear of Destiny? Yeah, that's one of the alternate names listed in Weird. the why would you have the spear of destiny in a movie that's also an of destiny that seems bad i don't think they called it that in they yeah, call they it didn't. the lance okay. of longinus in the movie okay. yeah. but like everyone has always been like oh crystal skull should have been about the spear of destiny and that would be make mm. good sense for an indiana jones thing because it's a christian artifact that nazis wanted um that's only two of the movies though yeah but the two good ones <laughs> yeah i guess that's true <laughs> They nailed everything for Dial of Destiny for me that made me kind of mad that Crystal Skull kind of tried to go a different direction. Because, like, yeah. We can't get too into this, yeah, though. Because, yeah, I will talk A, forever we about need it. to move on, and B, <laughs> Louisa also liked uh, Crystal Skull, which makes me so angry at I her. am so glad <laughs> that people said it was terrible because my expectations were rock bottom and it totally surpassed them. I enjoyed that movie, and I will watch it again in the future. So there. Can I say my two things that I think that uh, Dial of Destiny included that were a good idea? Okay. I have not seen this movie just to be I will not spoil uh, any of You can. I don't care. It's well past the date when I I could be upset about that. I just wanted you to know so I can't totally understand. So, number one, using Operation Paperclip as a way to keep Nazis still as the bad guy? Genius. Mm -hmm. Good idea, yeah. Perfect. Like, that's so much better than trying to just uh, paste over Soviets because of aesthetic similarities. Uh, and say, like, basically doing a... Uh, <laughs> not only killing uh, Mutt Williams between movies off-screen in Vietnam, but, like, <laughs> having it actually carry emotional weight in the movie. Yes! Oh my god! <laughs> Thing like is. that's that's such that's such a hard uh, a hard needle to thread because like you're not gonna get Shia LaBeouf back. Nobody liked that character, but like you, it would mean something to Indiana yeah. Jones if he died. Mm-hmm. They don't show a scene of him hugging Mutt Williams and being like, "I know what you have to do. Just go ahead and do it," and then getting killed by a lightsaber. <sighs> No, that would be that would have been cool too, but J.J. Abrams unfortunately didn't make this one. Uh, no, I do. I the only thing I'll ironic. say is yes, I do like that they decided. They said um, the writers of this movie, the, that movie, said they had nothing against Shia LaBeouf. I don't know if they do or not. Who cares? But they wanted it to seem like Indiana Jones had nothing else to live for, basically, and they threaded that needle beautifully in that movie. And I will say that. Yeah. Yep, good movie. Anyway, Jeff, what have you been up to? Um, oh gosh, so much. Um, I did a lot of traveling um, mm-hmm. over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think the main thing I want to talk about is when I went to go see Big Brutus, um, <laughs> the world's largest extant uh, electric uh, shovel. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, I also Something want to brief... Indiana Jones might pilot to crush a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> this thing is goddamn enormous. Um, it's why is it so? It's electric. You specified it was electric as opposed yeah. to a steam shovel. Yeah. I assume. It's yeah, because it was okay. built in the sixties. Interesting. Um, it's the second largest ever, but the first largest has since been disassembled. Mm. Mm. It was too powerful. Yeah. They needed to take it down or not. Kill dozer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the bucket which uh, shovels the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think from the movie the stuff. Yeah, the, you know it the shovels stuff we're that that about. goopy stuff from the movie <laughs> mm-hmm. the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think fit it fill it can like get four, no ninety sorry ninety cubic yards of uh. Of dirt. How much is that in cubits? Uh, I don't know what a cubit is, so I don't know. <laughs> Damn! We're trying to build uh, a new pyramid here. And it is yeah. almost 69 nice cubic nice. meters. Nice. So, um, seeing the photos of it and thinking about those things that I things like that that I've seen in real life, there's a point of engineering where something seems too big to be real. Did you get that feeling when you were near it? Yeah. There was also like a comedy to it almost because mm-hmm. all of the parts that they used to make it are the same parts they would use to make it if it was normal size, yeah, except big. So, like a mm. cotter pin, which you would use to hold in like a little maybe thick thickness of your thumb size pin, like through a hole. Mm-hmm. Instead, the pin it's holding the like little bar it's holding in is the thickness of your thigh and the cotter pin is the length of your forearm amazing <laughs> so it's I, uh, it's very cool in that way one of the guys i work with uh used to work as a um engineer designing tires for that kind of equipment mm, yes those are insane I did a. I, I had a night at the bar with this guy once chatting through this stuff and he talked about like the the things that you wouldn't think are a problem when you scale up, like, because a tire that size has to support that much weight, the amount of friction that it produces causes it to heat up insanely hot. I don't know. Mm. And, like, melt? melt the rubber. Mm. So they have to build into the machinery hoses that spray water onto the tire as it rotates to keep it cool. Amazing. Yeah, that kind of stuff is so cool that, like, it makes me feel like humanity maybe wasn't a mistake. <laughs> yeah, this we figured out all this shit. This one avoids the the overheating problem by having big tank treads that are um, mm. maybe 10 to 12 feet <laughs> tall. Uh, yeah. When you get it's... near something like that, you're like, yeah, you're like, I don't understand anymore. It's like the universe is curving You're like, up. I'm not going to pay full price for these droids. They are clearly sand damaged. It's like the universe is curving up away from you, like yes, in Doctor thank Strange. You, Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm ignoring that. I'm talking about the weird vertigo you feel when you're in the I'm making jokes, goddammit. This is a comedy show, theoretically. And I'm ignoring that we're back on track. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. 
Um, <sighs> so did you get to see this thing move at all? Does it move around or is it just stationary? It does not move. It's been okay. converted into a... Uh, you can you can tour the actual like the shovel like the housing inside of it itself uh and there's a nearby building that functions as a museum of the kansas coal mine industry Ah, okay um could this thing be used to fight godzilla i think it could be used to fight god (laughs) oh interesting well that's not really the same i mean godzilla could be used to fight god you know what i mean true I think that Godzilla... Is this a rock, paper, scissors thing where... <laughs> yeah, big yeah, Godzilla takes to God, but big... Yeah. <laughs> we need big Brutus to make sure that Godzilla and God don't destroy the world. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but now the Soviets are just going to make a bigger Brutus. Mm-hmm. Now the, no, the Soviets are going to get compromising pictures of Brutus <laughs> and then use it to blackmail him into doing what they want. Here he's, he's shoveling poopy. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Which is, know. for some reason, taboo. It's for bad for a shovel. shovel to do. It's because yeah. he wanted to do it. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why it's Look shameful. at the smile on his face. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, Big Brutus, goddamn enormous. Uh, I think Godzilla would really mess this thing up, though. Honest, if I'm being honest. He's got yeah, that I mean, he messes breath. a lot of things up. I saw that most recent Godzilla movie, and... Oh boy, he's a big, scary Godzilla, and he's one of the smaller Godzillas that have been. Is in the he movies. still an absolute unit? Because I, I've been contemplating watching it, but I don't think I can go back to seeing him not be a chonky boy. This is a fairly chonky, not as chonky as the recent American series Godzilla, but uh, mm. definitely one of the chonkier of the Japanese Godzillas. That's good. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah, he's got. He's got. A big dump truck ass, uh, big swimmer's thighs. I think he's thighs. always had that as a as a matter of necessity to keep that tail from falling off of those rubber suits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, my recommendation is go see Godzilla minus one in theaters now. <laughs> yeah, that's what you were talking good. about all along, right? Yeah, building to that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Godzilla fights big Brutus in it. See, uh, this is what I'm saying. I want to see this. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, Do you feel like you had that thing that most little boys go through where they see big trucks and they're like, yeah, this truck could fuck some stuff up and they get obsessed with them? Did you feel that looking at Big Brutus? Not really, but I was the whole time just like, I don't know how I'm going to capture the awe of how big this is. <laughs> they should have sent a poet. poet. Ah! <laughs> we still got it, baby! Yes! Nice. Yes! Yep. <laughs> My Absolutely god, it's full flawless. of stars. Etc. <laughs> We've lost nothing in our time away. <laughs> it's true. We're better than ever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Podcast back and it's better than ever in 2024. <laughs> Uh, we'll I, podcast I, more. The fact that you're re- referencing the Hess truck, like parody version oh of a God. real song, is so wild to me. It seems very appropriate. My boyfriend's back is the lyric. I know, but then you said, and it's better than ever. Yeah. The 2024, and then the next line is Hess truck is here. <laughs> That's what you usually say. Nah. <laughs> yes, you were yeah, referencing probably. the Hess truck Listen. version. <laughs> 
I mean, that's the one I've heard more, so I probably was. (laughs) The original song is at my boyfriend's back, and he's better than ever. (laughs) Ah, prove it. My boyfriend went away for the summer and came back absolutely jacked, and he's gonna fucking murder you. (laughs) He's back as a super powerful zombie man. (laughs) It's not about a zombie either, you're thinking of the horror movie. Oh, God. The original song is like, my boyfriend went away for the summer and you were so mean to me during the summer, but now he's back and he's going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. I love that you only know this song through incorrect interpretation (laughs) parodies of it. I wouldn't say only, but it is certainly the version that I've heard more. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking about that the other day. Songs that you first heard in commercial mm. parody versions before you heard the like, real one. Like, do you believe it's magic and it's only about McDonald's uh, yeah. chicken McNuggets or whatever? Or cross the road, Jack, because Kentucky Fried Chicken's got more. Oh, shit. I forgot about that one. But yeah, you're right. Uh, I there's... believe he was even in the commercials for those. Terrible. Okay. There's one that is, there's one that is like based on a song that isn't popular. And so we mainly know it as plug it in, plug it in. The the air fresheners that you plug in. Uh-huh. Who makes mm-hmm. those? Plug it Glade? in, plug it in. Glade yeah, the Glade the Glade plug it in uh little jingle is based on a song. Uh a real <laughs> song that exists. Yeah, it's based on Gangnam style. Uh-huh. What song um, is this? Now nah, I'm curious. Hold on, now I gotta find out. Glade plugins. <laughs> I'm gonna search and find it. Uh, but it's this like a... This is the part that everyone on the internet loves except for me when Jeff just looks up facts on Wikipedia <laughs> and reads them out to us. Yeah, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a jingle from... It's like a country rock song from the 80s. Mm. Uh, so I guess it would have been recognizable... Oh, Achy Breaky Heart. ...when they made the commercial... That's from the Was 90s, it called Matt. Plug It In? This is the confusing part to me. <laughs> uh, no, it's it, the Plug It In is a, is the parody. Of the, what? Um, I, <laughs> that's dying. what I'm trying to find, but it's oh, hard okay. to find. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the thing is, at the end of all of this, Jeff is then going to say the name of a song that neither of us have exactly. heard of, and there's no payoff for this. <laughs> I know. I know. That's dying why I think it's bad. Other <laughs> words are in here, is the problem. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, the actual song is Rub It In by Billy Crash Craddock. Gross. That should be a, th- a jingle for um, Ben Gay, though. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Or at least Banana Boat. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one, too. So anyway, what do we do on this show? Well, let me tell you. We go to our favorite news site and let the algorithm pick a news story for us so that we can talk about what's going on in your world for you today. Mm -hmm. That's good. Today, I I have a news story from Tom's Guide, which is one Mm -hmm. of my more trusted sites for reviewing technology things. And the article is called Nine New Game Releases in 2024 That We Can't Wait to Play. Ooh, have you heard of them? So let's talk about which ones of these I've heard of and which ones of these I haven't. Yeah. Silk Song is not on here because everyone knows that's never coming out. Yeah. It's abandonware. Yeah. Um, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown. Uh oh. Didn't even know that. Didn't know this was a thing. I, I thought that. 
Now, I know yep. the first Assassin's Creed was meant to be a Prince of Persia game. I think I've got that yes. right. Yes. I thought yes. that that had just fully eclipsed it. So, like, who cares about Prince of Persia anymore? Because now we've got Apparently, Assassin's Creed. Apparently, they were, like... Because there's been a resurgence in platformers in the last five years or so, mm-hmm. they, like, revived it. And I think oh. they did have a Prince of Persia game come out a couple of years ago that people said was pretty good. But I guess there's another one coming out, so that's fine. Hmm, okay. Uh, last of Us Part 2 Remastered is fucking insane that they are still remastering these shits. Why is anyone excited for that? <laughs> I don't know. already played it on a <laughs> PS5 or whatever. Like, like two years ago it came out in 2022 literally two years ago amazing i don't understand what the point of this is uh persona 3 reload i'm not sure how to feel about this one is it a remake or yes it is a full remake um it's sort of trying to do the golden or royal version of that game oh so it's it's like, it's not like a big, like, Link's Awakening style, like, we're redoing everything. It's uh, more like an expansion. Like, I thought Persona 3 Portable was already that. Hmm. Well, por- Persona 3 Portable was kind of the, the version of that. But then when Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royal came out, those were much bigger expansions. So now they're kind of going back and remaking persona 3 and adding more stuff basically huh. as i understand it That's fine. and i'm not sure how to feel about it because even though i do like the persona games i feel that the older ones are bad okay for instance places even though persona 4 golden a lot of people say is the best one it has what we were talking about before procedurally generated dungeons which i don't love and so much gay panic like Mm -hmm. so much gay panic and that's not good so i only imagine as we go further back they're gonna be worse right probably yeah they mentioned on the besties um one of the uh people on there who don't play those games said are they gonna remake it and still include the thing where you have to shoot yourself in the head to release your demon and then the the one who likes those games says uh yeah that's terrible but of course they're gonna still include that they couldn't remove it that's the only thing you know about it a person who doesn't play the game (laughs) yes that is true uh and like obviously i'm not trying to say that you know suicide encouragement is good Mm -hmm. but i do think that persona 3 had something to say using that imagery do you know what i mean it wasn't just doing it for shock value i don't think interesting yeah so uh, like it 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 came out like 2003 so it was like there was a whole thing about you know it was i think an idea in the youth culture at the time of being like death obsessed and right Mm. and like i think that it is not it is doing more than just using that imagery it is commenting on it and i think like i think that if we were to say well any media using suicide imagery is bad that would end up making it like not something we talk about which i think is also bad you know what i mean yeah yeah anyway we'll see yeah (laughs) uh final fantasy 7 rebirth this one's probably going to be good, right? Is this the second half there? of that other one? It's part two of three, oh, I think. Okay. Uh, 
Um, but this is the one where you where everyone is horny for playing as Sephiroth. Sephiroth is going to be a playable character for the first time. Oh, oh, nice. Can you make him kiss Cloud? Uh, I don't know, but that is the thing that everyone is interested in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm. They should just All of it. the screenshots are Sephiroth and Cloud, like, fighting back-to-back, and everyone's so fucking horny. They should make a it. dating sim that's just Final Fantasy characters. They might have. have. They? <laughs> <laughs> they very well may have. That's true. Um, next up, Rise of the Ronin. Never heard of this one. No. Yeah, I've never heard of that one either. That's not is that it... Ninja Turtles one, is it? No. It is being made by Team Ninja, though, the people who have made many other good games, like Ninja Gaiden. Is it an original game? That seems impossible. It must be part it of is. some franchise. No? no? Wow. It is an original game. Wow. Uh, it is set in medieval Japan, and it is an open world game. Oh, th- these are the folks who also made Neo, that N I A O H, that uh, like Souls like ninja game. Hmm. Um, and this is going to be similarly an open world game, I guess. Never heard of it. Fine. Hades 2. This is, yes, this is where we get excited. Is it actually coming out? Yeah, it's yeah, who can slated say? to come out in second quarter of this year. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I, I mean, in general, I think that, what is this, Supergiant? Yeah, Supergiant has done a pretty good job of saying it's coming out at this time and then st- sticking to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the, the quarter two date is just for their early access release, so we'll see. Oh, I thought it was already uh, out in early access for some reason. No, it's not. Um, it's just people have been talking about because they announced it like a year and a half ago. But mm-hmm. I mean, it looks good. It looks like they are just doing more of the thing everyone liked, but with more stuff in it, which is the best way you can make a sequel of the game. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, especially a game as popular and good as Hades was. Sometimes I think about playing Hades again, but then I'm like, I don't want to start over because I it sucks to not have any of the weapons and things but then I also don't remember how to use any of the weapons <laughs> and I need that tutorial. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, starting over in that game is it starting over? Like you start over as part of the game too. That's true, but they don't handhold you through understanding the mechanics unless you hard reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um Pragmata Pra- Pragmata? Huh. I don't know how to pronounce this one. Near Automata? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, it's like a... Polygon describes it as Capcom's take on a ga- dad game genre a la The Last of Us and God of War. It's about a robot raising a little girl, I guess, in the future. Weird. It's Mega Man? <clears throat> it's like Chappie, the video game. Oh, that sounds badass. <laughs> <laughs> is Hugh Jackman involved? <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, I guess this is probably fine. I don't okay. know. I've literally never heard of this game. I can't believe this is coming out this year on people. I like that if we listen to this episode this time next year, either mm-hmm. this will be hilarious because this is the biggest game of the entire summer and everyone yep. couldn't stop talking about wow, it. Wow, we didn't know what Pragmatica was? <laughs> yeah. We were or... so stupid. We will have no idea what this game is, and we won't remember it ever having come out. Yep. Nothing in between. Uh, 
Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Oh, yeah. That name. People were really into Hellblade 1, which I never played, but I think it's available on VR, so maybe I should play it in VR. That game is enjoyable. Okay. Is that the one where you're, like, fighting against the Norse gods because they killed your husband or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, And number one, and I know Jeff is going to get hyped for this one, so get ready. Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree. Let's go! Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm. Did you ever play Elden Ring? No. You're not. You're not good enough at games. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, have to get right. good, loser. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. I'm not really trying. Yeah. <laughs> Elden uh, Ring is related to. Uh, it, it's related to other games, right? Like. They have a different name. It is made by the people who made Dark Souls, but okay. it is an independent franchise in every way. It just uses some of the mechanics from Dark Souls. Okay. It also uses, like, else. it's a really big game, and one of the only ways they could make it that big was they did reuse some, like, assets from previous games to, like, build environments or enemies or whatever. Hmm. Okay. I think um, I'm thinking of Skyrim and Elder Scrolls. Yes. Mm. Okay. So never. A lot of people thought. Uh, a lot of people compared it to Skyrim as being like, if Skyrim was a good video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if, uh, it's it's like if you were on a bad acid trip playing Skyrim. <laughs> okay. It's it's so good, Louisa. You should play it. Mm. I know that we used to try to get you to play Skyrim all the time, uh, and now I want you to do that, but with Elden Ring. <laughs> I don't think Louisa would like it. Oh, yeah, controversial. that's true. She wouldn't like it. That's it's... true. That's why I want to make her play. <laughs> I played it for Baldur's Gate, unfortunately. Yeah, I played Elden Ring for 150 hours and have not even made it halfway through the plot because I just keep doing other stuff that's easier in the game. <laughs> you never finished it? No, I didn't even burn down the goddamn oh. Erd tree. I barely... Oh, man. Yeah. You didn't get to the crazy part with the giant ants? <laughs> and those no. weird silverfish guards? Oh, they're so horrible. No, I don't think I did. Maybe I did. No, <laughs> I, I... My, like, next thing to do is go through Dell and fight uh morgoth the omen king oh okay so you're in the city yeah but uh, you know it's impossible to navigate yeah well i finished the game but i don't remember anything about it and it's another one of those ones that i'm like i should go back and play more of that but i don't remember i was pretty i was getting pretty good at it (laughs) i almost beat that one boss that no one can beat except that one guy who wanted to solo her all the time millennia yeah. Queen of Blades uh, or something? Yeah. Something of Blades? No, the, she's like the Queen of Rot, because the whole thing... The reason she's so hard is because she co- fucking covers you with that Scarlet Rot stuff all the time, mm. so your health is always perpetually decreasing as you're fighting her. So you have to kill her faster than you are dying of the Rot. Not me. I'm different. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can change her. <clears throat> um... I wouldn't want to. Anyway, I bet Shadow of the Earth Tree is going to kick ass. And I bet it's going to add enough stuff that it will make me want to play the old one again mm, with new the hats. new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, fine. that would be pretty good. Because one of the things that I got sad about is that I hunted down all of the best armor and weapons for the build I had. And then I was like, well, there's no point in exploring any more dungeons now because I've got all the best, sh- yeah. best stuff. 
I'm having uh, trouble in Baldur's Gate that in the little cutscenes you see the characters wearing whatever armor you put on them. And there's mm-hmm. armor that I love the look of so much, I don't want to change it, but mm. it's no good. And I should mm-hmm. change it for gameplay reasons, and I don't want to. Lazel looks so weird in any armor other than the armor she starts with, but her armor that she starts with is not good. Yeah, I feel the same about Karlak, although I did find her some hide armor that's all like leather and fur, and that's pretty good. Yeah, but she ends up looking like a Viking, or like, yeah. like if her whole thing is that she's too hot all the time, it feels weird dressing her in heavy furs and cloaks. Yeah, they need to do the dragon uh, quest, dragon warrior thing, where you can go to a mirror and mm-hmm, look yep. like whatever outfit you want to look like while you're wearing the good armor. I'm surp- I would be surprised if they don't add that at some point. That would be good. Anyway, all right, that's my news. All right. Is video games for this year. I am I've only heard of a couple of them, but I am excited for those ones. Let's get hype. Yep. Jeff, you story. Okay. Mm. You, you didn't prompt me. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Do we do that here? We already did it before. Uh, my headline is Gypsy Rose Blanchard reveals she had shot her mom years before the murder. Uh, uh, see, this is a sad news story. Yeah, is it? No, she's out of prison deal. now. Yeah, I know, but she had to kill this woman who was severely mentally ill and ruined her life just to survive. No, no. She convinced some other bad. guy to do it. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh... But I like this as part of like a docu series about her. She revealed that she tried to shoot her mom a few years prior, but it was a BB gun, and she didn't. She thought it was real. Um, How but, do we make jokes about this, Jeff? What? <laughs> uh, I mean, we don't have to make jokes about it. I just think it's it's interesting. It's the only news story I saw in there where I was like, "Huh, that's good to know." I'm glad that she's out and living her best life. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's something. Yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. Uh, Louisa, what's your news? <laughs> Sorry, what? What's your news? Bring jo- us back. Are there, oh. are there jokes about BB guns I can make? BB uh, New Earth. Mm. Mm, oh, well, okay. Hold on. You got something there. Yeah. BB New Earth is so good on Julia. Star. When I use Cheers. them, they'll be like FF guns because I'm bad at it. <laughs> Because your bra is so big. <laughs> yeah, because I got big knockers. Uh, I like that mine implied that you didn't have big knockers, you just have gi- a giant bra. No, no, I, I've got big naturals. Everyone always says this about me. I just have these big bras that I sleep in like hammocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm so itty bitty that I could yeah, just sleep in an F cup. <laughs> I have like a, How big a is little it pervert Tom Thumb. Oh, man. Um, it's impossible how... to say because the letter is coming from the the difference between the inch measurements on different parts of the chest. Like, so, mm. this, how big is it? It's There's a no ratio way to say. like pie? <laughs> yes, pretty much. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, well, shall I bring us back with some humor? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we did the best we could with that one, Jeff. <laughs> okay. Here's a real clickbait headline, so get ready to be outraged. Costco is discontinuing a fan-favorite food court item. It's devastating. Oh my god, they're getting rid of the hot hot dog. And here is the photo that they put with it. 
it's a, a photo of the menu, like from standing in front mm. of the booth. And there's a Ghostbusters style circle with a line through it over a hot dog that's <laughs> holding up two fingers. And it's showing the biggest ad in the middle, which is, of course, the quarter pound plus all beef hot dog and 20 ounce soda for a $1.50 deal mm-hmm. in the center. And then off to the sides, you see smoothies, you see ice cream, there's pizza. And then all the way off to the side, completely cut off, so you can barely see it, cut off by the edge of the photo, is churros, $1.49. Churros are the item that are being discontinued, Mm. and not the hot dog. We tricked you. Mm -hmm. Of course. It feels like there should be some way that we, the people, can report this as being a lie. Yeah. Because no one's favorite. Like, if you pulled everyone who's ever been to, what is this, Tosco, um, and asked them what their favorite thing was, no one said churro. And here's the thing. Yeah, they're not just, they're not simply discontinuing churros. They're getting rid Mm. of churros and they are adding fresh baked cookies instead. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I thought you were going to say they're not just getting rid of churros for them. They're erasing them from the timeline so yeah. that churros never existed, which would be fine also. They're making it so that nobody else can sell churros either. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 I agree cookies. that this would be a... Yeah. This, this would be a great place for government intervention would be to prevent clickbait headlines from yeah. Uh, yeah. being treated as news, but uh, we don't have... A functioning bureaucracy, so no. But we do have a dollar fifty soda and hot dog deal at Costco, and that will never go away. Yeah. So who can say if it's worth it? Mm -hmm. Could we become the like Wild West lawmen of the internet and somehow citizens arrest Yahoo Life for this headline? Okay. Light this website on fire and hold (laughs) point guns at the door and shoot anyone who runs out. Uh, Jeff has been watching the more recent westerns, the <laughs> gritty reboots. <laughs> yeah. Of the... mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I actually guess. kind of excited by this news, I guess. I'm not even a Costco member churros. anymore, although I like Costco. I like fresh fried churros. Those are delicious. Reheated frozen churros under a heat lamp in Costco? No, thank you. I would rather have a cookie I, if it's going to be gonna that I'm going to take it way. one level further and say that even fresh churros are only fine, whereas cookies are usually pretty okay. Pretty okay, raves Matt Heron. <laughs> yeah, it's a step up from fine, is all I'm saying. I just got, uh, I just got cookie scoops as a gift to scoop mm-hmm. my cookie dough and make more even-looking cookies. Nice. That's very exciting for me. I genuinely thought cookie scoops was the name of some kind of snack food. No, cookie scoops is the name of my drug dealer. <laughs> And Harry the name of his most popular scoops. weed strains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it does sound like a weed strain. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, think Louisa, yeah. Louisa wins yeah, this joke. damn, damn. <laughs> I concede. Congratulations, Louisa. Thank you. Let's celebrate with churros before they're discontinued in 2024. And then we'll celebrate yeah. with cookies. Mm-hmm. Or weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or both. Let's, let's be real, you guys. Yeah, that is the best combination. <laughs> Are cookies the best food to eat when you're high on drugs? Tortilla chips. Mm, Tortilla chips are pretty good, too. I feel like a fresh-baked cookie, if it's still warm, gives you the correct hit of crispy and chewy sensations you want and very sweet as soon as it hits your tongue in a way that 
salty snacks, they have a hard time doing that. Maybe nacho cheese on those tortillas could do it. Mm. See, for Pretzels me... Pretzels are very good because they mm. are so salty. Mm, yes. I want something that doesn't have a complex or strong uh, flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a tortilla chip or a pretzel makes sense because it's like just salt and plain like grain slurry baked into salt a... and crunch exactly. and little that's all else, you need. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you I want... don't know. I do love yeah. You want a to texture thing? Cookies. Yeah. I feel like that really adds to it. Because if you just wanted sweet, you could eat candy. But that's not as good as eating cookies when you're, like, heightened, right? Mm. Yeah, I think that's probably true. A big, sav- the- big like, salted, like, chocolate chip cookie. Like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Like, chunky sea salt in there. Oh, man, I need to make cookies this afternoon. Yeah, I think I'm going to go make cookies as soon as we're done recording this. <laughs> I still have cinnamon rolls left over from New Year's. Yeah. I hope they're still good. It's only Are they in the week. fridge? They're probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably fine. I mean, fridge, I've found, actually makes them go stale faster. If you reheat them, though, you can, like, trick yeah. yourself away from it. Yeah, if you put them in for, like, 30 seconds. One time I put a cinnamon roll in the microwave and microwaved it for, like, a minute, and it turned into a stone. Yes! Hard enough to kill God. They're like yeah, dog biscuits as soon as they get too dry. That's yep. too That's too long to heat anything baked. <laughs> a minute? Yeah. yeah. A baked what are you good, talking about? A baked good is, like, 10 a to 20 good, yes. seconds. You said too long to heat anything. To anything and I'm baked. telling you that anything else... You need more than a minute. No, anything except for baked goods. Anything baked. Yeah, uh, fine. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll all go eat our baked goods now. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We did, everyone. We've agreed. We're doing yes. it right yeah, now. Animus. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and uh, tell your friends about the show so that we can grow. Louisa foolishly forgot to mention our podcast in her viral youtube video so we need you to pick up the bag and really show louisa up by blowing up our audience not literally take the money and run (laughs) yep exactly Mm -hmm. um and if you want to get in touch with us you can find us on twitter at hack the net pod i haven't looked at that twitter account in a million years me neither um the the better way to do it is probably just to message one of us on social media so you can join our Discord, which I do check regularly, and I we always respond when people talk to us. So uh, you can do that by messaging us on I'm on Blue Sky at Matt Heron. Uh, I am on Letterboxd and Steam as Jeff JK. Those are the social medias that I have been using most frequently, so find me there. And you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Happy New Year, and we hope to see you again next time and every time for this whole year. (laughs) But until then, don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Do not read a comment. I'm the best around!
advice for you, Louisa. You didn't take my advice to not read the comments. Ugh, I know.